Oh, hello guys and welcome Behind the Bunker, our weekly paintball podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. Episode 546, podcast 425. No matter how you guys are digesting the show, whether it's a podcast version, whether you're on YouTube, Facebook, wherever you guys are watching oh, this. Oh, hello guys it. and welcome Behind... Oh, oh, was that... That was something yeah, yeah, else. I, yeah, I know where that's from. Um, so there you go, guys. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Todd Ansich. With me, I have Josh Zubizabrekis. Yeah, I'm uh, checking my pants for poop because that popped up the second I clicked on something and it freaked me right out. That was pretty loud. It was. I don't know about everybody at home, but in our headphones, it was quite loud. Uh, Welcome uh, to the show. <laughs> uh, big thank you to all you who watched last week. Did you um, watch? Bigger thank you to all those who logged out when they saw I wasn't there. Ah, yes. Still counted as views. It's many, fine. Many people logged out. There is some... <laughs> there is some not rejoicing, anti-rejoicing. Like an anti-dentite, but anti-rejoicing. <laughs> I don't know what that is. but Does that have anything to do with your new license plate? No. Anyway, oh, it's me. Hey, thanks for tuning in. It's Valentine's Day. You know what? Instead of wearing red, I thought I'd wear some purple because Flag Raiders is purple. And show your love for Flag Raiders by signing and sharing our petition. We are so close to 7,500 names. I can almost taste... Ew. Uh, progress with our, our our fiasco. So I'm going to pin it up there. Sign it. Share it. You know, get it out there. Give us some love. More love because purple is awesome. Yeah. You know what? Uh, sorry, we also have Gavin before I segue back. To okay, I was just going to pick up my craft table sandwiches and leave. But thank <laughs> you for introducing me. Welcome to Behind the Bunker, ladies and gentlemen. It's Monday night, 8.05-ish. Thank you so much for logging on in your cold evening. Hopefully, it's uh, you're, we are keeping you warm. And as I ask every week, uh, make sure you hit like, share, tag a friend or two, because it's Monday night. We'll talk about paintball and a whole bunch of other train wreck stuff. Thanks for joining us. I noticed, Gavin, that you uh, took all the egg salad sandwiches. I, I did. <laughs> Bastard. I got nothing for that. <laughs> it's just, okay. Just a lot of gas later. Yes, but. you'll be hot boxing tonight. Um, so thanks, guys, for tuning in. Um, speaking of uh, the petition, so for those of you that may or may not know, uh, Flaggers Paintball, which is our home field, we're we're um, unfortunately closed right now. We are moving to a new location. We're trying to get the city to say welcome uh, as much as uh, they need us. They they do need to jump through some hoops. They need you guys to help. Um there is a link to the petition if you guys want to sign it. Also, uh, Wolf, I see in the live chat, I've stolen one of your TikToks. Let's uh, play Wolf's TikTok. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a call to paintball arms. We need every single paintballer to go right to this site and sign this petition. Flag Raiders, one of Canada's best fields and iconic fields, has been shut down and the city of Cambridge is putting them through a whole bunch of garbage, red tape and bureaucracy. And we need this field back open. I need every paintball in the world no matter where you live to click the link go and sign this petition i don't care where you live everyone keeps saying paintball of the family and we need the family now america uk all of canada needs to sign this petition get flag raiders back open and so we can get back to what we're doing thank you for helping out and please share this all right, so there you go, guys. If you if you don't mind, we have the pinned link on Facebook. If you guys are watching us on YouTube, uh, you can head to flagraiders.com. It's right on the front page of our website. And speaking of YouTube, if you guys are on there, we set a poll. If you guys uh, are happy to be spending the Valentine's Day with us, click yes in the poll. And if not, if you're bitter and would rather be spelling with loved ones, hit no. Right now, 67% of you are saying you'd rather spend the time with us. So are we, we appreciate are it. Are we your other lover? <laughs> Ew! Their side piece. Do you know have that you Gavin found us private dancer? <laughs> have you found us spongeworthy? <laughs> there you go. So thank you guys for tuning in. Um, let's get at it. Uh, tonight's topic is going to be what makes Pitter a pattern. good scenario game or big game, and we'll chat about that a little bit uh, later on in the program. Last week uh, we had a topic about uh, oh I can't remember, but FP Studio. Uh, in YouTube gave us a comment. He said, uh, I started using Pump about 15 years ago in order to keep playing while in college. It was a great cost savings uh, when you only shoot 500 rounds a year. Yes, that's true. I can't remember what the what the context of that was, but uh, we were giving the uh, information that if you guys don't, uh, you know, we were talking about how expensive the sport is, get into Pump. And, uh, yes, sir. Yeah. 
Uh, these were floating around the internet. This was posted on Reddit today by uh, u slash roadies. It's, uh, it's underscore up at the top paintball, there, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> he says, uh, these are some uh, Valentine's-themed paintball memes. He says, I mustache you a question. Who's that, Tyler Harmon? Your guess is as good as mine. It is. I think so, yeah. With those dreamy eyes. Uh, and here's the owner of the Latin Saints saying, damn, girl, you play professional paintball because I want to snatch you up and shower you with money. I like that. That's great. Uh, and what was the other one? Oh, my favorite. Nick Sloyak. Don't worry, baby. I'm not going anywhere this year. <laughs> That's great. Well done. Um, Lisa Weber sent these in. This is uh, something we want to give to George Hay for uh, Valentine's. Sweetheart Crocs. Oh, Amazing. I choose you. I choo-choo choose you. And uh, oh, I thought that said giblets. <laughs> Shop giblets charms. There you go. Specialty charms to let George Hay know you love him. So Perfect. next time you're at a, an event with George Hay, you can buy one for his uh, tactical Crocs. So the question in the, uh, or a couple of people commented already about if we're their side piece. Uh, John <laughs> Jones in the UK wants or says, no man in a relationship is going to answer that. And then Jason Diff in the YouTube world says, don't tell my wife. Oh, sugar, no one's going to tell your wife tonight. It's all about you. Do you know that John Jones watches us on his naughty boy phone? <laughs> Um, the Exalt uh, has the new Advantage Timber Head Wrap. That looks pretty cool. If you guys are looking for that vintage look or the uh, mossy oak look, there you go. Check it out. Also, the new Axe Bolt V2 Lite. Fits any Axe Pro 2.0 Mini or Mini GS. Uh, I have something similar from Exalt. I had the, the first version, and uh, I thought it was pretty awesome, to be honest with you. When you get that version, can I have your... I don't think I would give that one up, actually, to be honest with you. It's, it works pretty awesome. Would that awesome. one work in my Defender? Uh, no, just Axe Pro 2.0 Mini and Mini no, GS. Ta- uh, Joe, the proper answer is we don't know until we try. Oh, Hold yeah. on a second. I'd even catch on, Joe. Yeah, Defender has... Similar, yeah. Yeah. Well, is you... it the Mini inside or is it the I don't the know if it's a Mini or a Axe. I don't Mini. It's a Max. I think it's a Mini Axe. <laughs> <The> Pro Axe. <laughs> it's, yeah. Mini Axe. Mini Axe so 2 go. GS. Um, saw this posted the other day, and I have to say I'm super jelly. This is a picture of paintball Ooh. fit. I don't know if you guys saw this or not. Nice speedball field, has turf, nice bunkers, looks great. But what you're noticing is this is after dusk, and they have lights. They have LED light strips above the field. Look Where at how that? bright that is. That's a paintball fit. Where's and reading through some fit? of the, uh, the, the comments in their chat forum, they're some of the nicest people and have some of the best speedball fields around. So wondering, you know. I'm going to have to do some research. Invite? Yeah, exactly. Paintball fit. <laughs> Gavin and I are starting behind the bunkerinos again this year. <laughs> That's right. We're going to take it to the top, baby. <laughs> yeah. top of D6. George Hayes said it should work. Top of the bottom. Wolf said That's hot. Yeah. Oh, and then Dean and Hardy said it's in somewhere in Texas. Waxahichi. Waxahichi, and Texas. That's, that's a secret uh, secret password to get into the field. <laughs> you yeah. have to say it correctly. It doesn't sound like we're getting in any I would soon, only though. go if it was in French Lick. <laughs> 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 They've got different nighttime activities in French Lick. <laughs> <laughs> this is from the Real Bag of Chips, showing his Tim Hortons mug that he's uh, using the behind the bunker emblem on. That's awesome. He had a pretty good setup in his rig when he was sleeping, did that looked pretty. Not that Ew, I want to. Cur- not that I. No, wanna, that is in his truck. Not isn't that it? I want to curl up. But his his rig looked pretty cozy. Did yeah. you hack his baby cam? Just because he offered you to stay the night didn't mean you had to take him up on it. I didn't take him up on it. I just said it looked pretty cozy. Gosh. <laughs> well, doing the walk of shame oh. at six a.m. was still spending the whole. Whatever. Night. Ryan says wax a uh, hacky Joe. That's how you say that. There you go. Uh, this is from Fergie PB with his uh, entire kit. There you can see the behind the bunker. Uh, patch on there. <laughs> good call. All right, all right. That good. shows quality. There you go. Uh, NXL posted this earlier today. Edmonton Impact, I thought for sure, was losing another player. <coughs> but they're not. They picked up uh, Axel. Axel Gudeni. So is Axel going to fly in every week to practice, or are they going to put him up? In, uh, is he going to move to North America? It's going to be done by Zoom. Yeah. All practicing by Zoom. Yeah. Yeah. Just oh. for safety. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good idea. Thanks, and then, Gavin. and then every Monday at eight AM, he's going to touch base, <laughs> circle back. Let's yeah. blue sky that right now. Put a pin in it. Um, Axel Godin. So that means Edmonton Impact is going to have a new theme song. Oh no! Oh no! 
Uh, you don't have, yeah, no, uh, I, we know precisely what you're talking about. I didn't. It took me no. a while. I was going to go down. I'm like, it's do I know any French songs? Twelve years in the make, or I don't know how long, but this is new from Dozens. Core Outdoor. Uh, same goggle, but new colorway. It is a pretty neat colorway. Yes, yeah. sir. Yeah. I'm not going to kick yeah. that one out. I love bit. the goggle. I'm not a fan of the goggle strap. But what? I do like it. I, I like so the strap. It's kind of straps, kind of. It's got a camo. That feel looks to it. like that will be a limited run strap in 15 years Sometimes from now. I when they come out with that and flat dark earth, that one will be worth four hundred dollars on eBay. You, Sometimes I say things because I know you're going to ram it right down no, my throat. No, you just realized <laughs> that was an unpopular opinion, ram it. and you're like, no, I was just teasing you guys. <laughs> I was taking uh, you yeah. on. <laughs> no, in all honesty, I'd like to see more like of a flat color than the white. I don't. But I, it looks nice. It's it's nice. We could probably order some. You know what? I'll if anyone wants them, I'll see if I can get some on order. You know what it is? It's almost scenario paintball, and then they were like goggle strap. Nope. Yeah, take it away. You know what? They could have made the the whole frame, the whole thing darker. That would have been a sweet rig. But they could have, but who knows how long that would have taken? That's true. That's true. Um. Before we move on, one last thing, guys. Our TikTok. We started a couple weeks ago by your recommendation. We're now up to 319 followers. Woohoo! Look at us go. I can't wait till that <laughs> is really embarrassing when you're like 10,000 followers and like, remember we were excited about 300? Yeah. Well, we passed 300 the other day and I'm like, ah, oh, cool, 300. And then I realized it's 300. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Rich, well, whatever, it's good. Rick Chard just sent thanks. To the exhibitors, dealers, and fields that attended Extravaganza International sure, last week, 2022, check out B's tour of the event. She posted an Extravaganza Facebook. See you all in 2023. Super Ooh, jealous amazing. we couldn't make it. And uh, I heard Rick's beard was uh, off the charts this year. Would have been nice to see him live in person. It, it usually is. It usually is. Uh, yeah, we didn't see Peb either. We didn't get a chance to see him. Not good. Or Jackson's. No, or Jackson's Steakhouse. No. Um, so we have... The vault to deal with today. We have the mail time to go through. We have a package that came in. We have paintball around the world. We have the topic to talk about and maybe even <laughs> prices right. And tonight's after show, ladies and gentlemen, is going to be a good one. And for those of you that have never listened to our after show, sometimes Don't. we uh, like to sprinkle in some of the odd dad jokes. And uh, I brought a couple that, uh, by the way, to, to Jared and all the guys that are sending uh, dad jokes into the show, thank you so much. Some of them are fantastic. I'm giggling like a little schoolgirl when I listen to some of them. Uh, much like this one, and I'll, I'll, I'll say this one, and then we'll get into Joe's vault. Did I, got, did I tell you guys about my uh, bad Viagra addiction that I had a couple years ago? No. It's the hardest time of my life. Hey, it's uh, Joe from Flaggers Paintball here with another segment from The Vault, where we go back in history, back in the early days of paintball, and I show you something that's old, something that's vintage, and something that's kind of cool. Today is no different. Today we're gonna to go back in time, 23 years to 1999. I don't have prints here to sing that for us, but this is the, the view loader catalog from 1999, a comprehensive paintball loader accessory product catalog for those who simply want the very best in extreme sports equipment, the serious diehard dedicate paintball life player. So look at this, we're gonna open up the catalog. This is interesting. I started reading this. On January 4th, 1999, Brass Eagle Inc. acquired the assets of CM, CM Support Inc. Those are the creators of the View Loader product. It was Dave Bell who now works for Valken. Kind of a neat tidbit. So they have the ultimate in agitation. Not like me poking somebody, but the ultimate in agitation is the View Loader. Revolution. Kind of neat. We'll flip the page. And there it is. There's a four, they have a four blade prop, a two blade prop. So you have the 12 volt revolution and you have the nine volt, um, whatever it's called. I guess it's the, still the revolution, but a nine, a nine volt and a 12 volt revy. Then we have your standard 200 round loader, which hasn't changed much. And of course the premium feed elbow. Then we have our 145 round view loader tubes and our favorite 104. And then of course the Attitude uh, or the Proflex Squeegee, which has been around for 23 years. 
pretty amazing. And this is kind of cool. So if you, I glanced at it when I was reading it. And Brass Eagle was not owned by Core or JT or, you know, anybody at the time. They were an independent sporting goods company. And they had distributors all over the U.S., none of which actually distribute paintball. Thomas F. and Sons, they were in Pennsylvania. Bauer Baker and Sadler Inc. And they were in um, Long Beach uh, MS, which is Missouri, I believe. James Geshkin Company in Dallas, Texas, and on and on. None of these are actual paintball distributors. They were likely sporting goods distributors that were distributing the view loader product line. But anyway, I thought this is a pretty cool uh, piece of paintball memorabilia or something that's truly vault worthy. Thanks for watching. See you next week on Behind the Bunker and from the vault. Pew, pew. So that was um, my view loader. It was kind of neat when I actually, I pulled that out of my filing cabinet and then I sort of glanced at it and I go, I should do it on this. But then I actually started reading what what the what some of the copy said and they talked about the marketing and the approach and that that's the first year that view loader actually bought um i mean that's the first year that brass eagle actually bought view loader originally view loader was started by dave bell who now works for valken and he's like their r d guy and he started it with his wife and they were called cm support and they were in like buckner texas or something but the original view loaders came from there but then brass eagle bought bought the licensing and the, and the rights and everything and that's when brass eagle was their own entity as well they um aldo had sold off brass eagle to brass eagle and um they became their own entity so it's kind of cool and then the distribution network of brass eagle was all these non paintball companies they were selling to you know all these other sporting goods wholesalers that were you know distributing you know baseball and lacrosse stuff so their paintball was sort of an add-on it's an interesting look at the evolution of the distribution network of of paintball and supplies so that's kind of cool now when it. did uh, brass eagle go into big box stores Ooh. um because that's when you started seeing Talons and like Walmart. That's and, I think that's after they merged. They became part of well. pay, became part of um. Is that K two era? Or national. Or? That was yeah K two yeah. era. I remember seeing paintballs and dicks in U.S. Like when we used to go, and that was fifteen. Yeah, plus that's two thousand. Remember being two thousand and one ish. This is twenty three. Even earlier than that. This is two. That's that that catalog is twenty three years ago. Yeah, like, that's. Mean, that's pretty vintage in paintball land. Sorry, I remember um, being very excited about paintball stuff in big box stores because it was um, it was a better market in terms of like advertising exposure. But yeah. then chatting with the you know somebody who had experience in paintball, chatting with the sales associates on the floor there who had no clue, and it's just it was the wild west, and it's just yeah. you know it, it was um, it was a necessary evil to bring it to the forefront, I think, but. I think it was just, you know, in terms of safety. There was uh, lots lost was in just, translation. Yeah, people yeah. just didn't care. They were just moving product. But how right? many people have you heard that say, oh, my first gun, when you ask them, was oh, I bought a Talon at Dick's, or I bought yeah. a something at, you know, su such and such a place, and it's like, it was my first gun at whatever, and then I bought a something, right? So I wonder how many people actually got in because of a box store just walking through because I, of Walmart. I bet, or I a, bet they did, and that's when paintball was in its, you know, ni 99, paintball for for what we all think it peaked in 2007 so it was way out of its infancy stage and it was actually becoming a mainstream sport yeah so that it, you know the 99 then we then we went up from 99 to 2007 where it peaked 2008 the economic crisis hit us but i think paintball might be on a bit of an upswing again um not that our field shows it, but I think, you know, there seems to be a renewed interest in people getting out, especially when we were, you know, sort of winding down the indoor and, and stuff and, and people were coming in with some of their super old markers and one that sh that shows that shows the, the evolution or the next the next group um, generation of paintballers coming back in again. So I think that's where we're at. You know, we were just talking before the show about. You know, if had we have known what was happening with with Proflexes, we would have bought a whole bunch and saved them because we knew how much they would be valued right now. I think looking back too, as a as a store owner, 
buying boxes of parts for some of these guns. So realistically, <laughs> to warehouse right? like for 40 years. And then... Autococker parts would have been a huge sell. You know how many people yeah. come up to me all the time and say, hey, do you still have a box of autococker parts? Or Do you know how hard it is just to find um, micro line? Yeah. That's true. Yeah. It's not so, impossible. I, I mean, that, that would have been a good thing to have. And I mean, you know, you yeah, as a store owner, you're, you know, it's better for you to say you can't fix it. Maybe they'll buy something new. But on the same token, if you're a field owner, you want these people coming back with their gear if they can. We have so. lots of brass eagle parts. Is that why you tell me you can never fix my stuff? Pretty much. Well, that, I mean, that, that, was last year's model, Josh. This. There's no parts available. That, that helps support us. Uh, <laughs> Would you buy this three months ago? Oh, sorry. <laughs> That helps support uh, brick and mortar stores. They the fiddly bits uh, in the tax, yeah, right? So that's right. now the guns are upgraded right out of the box, and uh, you know rarely go down with uh, yeah. if, as long as you take some maintenance. That that's removed the air smithers. The next uh, paintball store that I'm going to open is going to be called Fiddly Bits. Fiddly Bits, <laughs> and then uh, I'm going to open bobs. up a pro shop called Bits and Bobs. There you go. But that'll be my uh, my UK version. Bits and Bobs. <laughs> I'm going to open up an airsoft store beside you called Biddly Fits. <laughs> Discount prices. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, uh, I'm, then I'm going to open up a paintball field to go along with it. And I'm going to be called. It's going to be called. It's they're peppering me. <laughs> you guys took my vault segment and destroyed oh, it. Sorry, I was I was curious about uh, paintball history. And I know you're the go-to guy for paintball history. So. I'm sorry, Joe. What did you expect? <laughs> I you know I didn't spend a lot of time to do these vaults a minute and forty five seconds. That was two takes of the first one before I botched it. I didn't know whether it was 23 years or 24 years, so I had to ask Alexis, whatever her name is. Who's Alexis? Alexis' cousin. (laughs) We changed her name. (laughs) He got his. Happy Valentine's Day. He got his Amazon from Mexico. Yes. Hola. Hey, Alexis, set the temperature to 22. Um, Wolf Critchlow in the live chat says, still has his first brass eagle gloves. I think mm-hmm. everybody has those plastic gloves that they originally bought. They, they the, don't the buy armor great. ones. Yeah. yeah they Except just stain your hands. Yeah, turn they your don't hands black. I don't have those. Yeah. I just have the JT ones. Oh, what movie were they featured in recently? Mandalorian or the, oh, the Mandalorian? Well, if you were on last week's show, <laughs> <laughs> you would know it was Exalt. Yeah, it was, oh, I was just trying to remember where this oh, was. Exalt. Wasn't the Boba yes. Fett? Yeah, yeah. Boba Fett. Yeah. Oh, yeah. By the way, featuring them, it was a crossover fat. episode. I want to say thank you to um, Anthony who sent this uh, from Paintball Magazine Online. Uh, I'm going to quickly give it a quick open while we're still chatting here. And uh, that's the largest tube of Vegemite I've ever seen. Uh, Josh, can you open that for me? Do I have to? Please. Yeah. So here we go. This is uh, this is from. PaintballMagazineOnline.com if you guys are looking for some... Oh, uh, that's the British one. That's a neat one. British. There you go. So make sure you guys check them out. Nice. I was hoping that's what it was. It's the 2002 Paintball Calendar. Uh, Yep, there's Josh right there. He's on Smart. I wonder if I can hang that somewhere where it's still going to be... Oh, yeah, lots of room. Yeah, maybe we'll hang her here in the studio. If you guys would like to get yourself one... Todd, you got your dental appointment. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's not dental that's uh, well, yeah. um, so there you go I'm getting fitted for a dental dam so here you go there is um, <laughs> what happy valentine's <laughs> no kidding so from? thank you very much head on over to paintball magazine online if you can't find What's it that? I will let you know do you want me to I help have... you hold it up yeah so this is uh, there you go cool it's a montage are we in it no. It's like, where's Waldo? You got to find yourself. And it has a poster there's on a the back. Oh, there's a calendar, calendar on the back. On the back. Look That's at that. That's cool. That's mm. the shot that I like Whoop. from oh, one of the uh, NXL Europe events from last year. No, 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 no. Very cool. Looks like they're trying to defend Imagino line. So we'll hang some of those in the studio. Thank you, Anthony, for that. I appreciate that. If you guys want any more, if you can't find the link, let me know. Send us an, uh, an email or a message to one of our social places, and we'll let you know where to get it. <laughs> 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 Happened. <laughs> I was calling Josh, and I realized there's an end in it, so it didn't sound very good. Sound like a wounded giraffe. Josh. <laughs> All right, why don't we get to uh, a little bit of paintball around the world, and then we'll get into our topic for this evening. I can't get it in the tube, so we might as well start this. Uh <laughs> Happy Valentine's. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, it is. Val- okay. 
I gotta go to Shoppers Drug Mart before I go home. That's why your wife's not speaking to you today. <laughs> that's why she was upset with you, by the way. Well, that's like reason seven. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, first reason is not because I've been talking about the GI Joe Rise of Cobra game all day. That's a neat logo Isn't that with Tom Allen. Yep. Yeah, he's the dude in the poster, not Joe. Actually, I really like that logo. Yeah. Uh, next up is Full the Gap. Everyone's favorite. November 4th through till 6th. Go down and see Mr. Eric Engler running the show on that game. Yeah, he knows a few things about paintball and running two things. good scenario events. He knows he knows two things, and one of them is never to shoot a uh, pepper round inside a tech shop. Yes. <laughs> yes. Brings a tear to your eye still to this day. <laughs> it sure would. Uh, next up, Reclamation Children of the Void, February 26th through till 27th. Uh, 20th annual Black Hawk Down, March 19th and 20th. Official paintball. And uh, good old-fashioned Kansas City cage match. Carry on my wayward son. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Do you not know any other so Kansas songs? That's the only Kansas song That's the only one I know. Do they have more songs than that? <laughs> I don't think so. Sorry I ruined uh, your post. Anyways, you can sing it all the way there if you're going there on April 23rd and 24th. Next up is the Stalingrad, uh, May 7th at Mission Masters. And Candyland, the gumdrop war. Mm. Free chocolate. Yeah, June 4th. Or a chocolate half price. Uh, also from Mission Masters, DEFCON 2? Zed. Zed. What's the Roman numeral for Zed? Nothing. A thousand? I don't That's care. M. Yeah, I don't think there is. Look at, look at Matt knowing his Roman numerals. June 25th. And last but not least, also Mission Masters coming up August 13th and 14th. Um, oh, sorry. August 13th. 14th. I was going to say that wasn't yesterday and today. Jeez. Alien versus Predator. There we go. Nice. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's go into tonight's topic then. Uh, we'll get into that right away. So we're asking you... Um, what was it again? Here we go. What makes a good game, big game or scenario game? And uh, I know it was football weekend and uh, we didn't get a lot of answers on this one for some reason. I'm surprised on it, but I know that uh, everybody has an opinion on this. So if you guys uh, would like to answer in the live YouTube comment section or Facebook, we'll try to get to your comments tonight. Uh, well, nice one to thing, see Marcello Paintball Gun Tech Costa in the live chat. One thing that makes your scenario game really good is featuring it on paintball around the world and how would i get my poster on uh behind the bunker josh you can send it to todd's personal email address at behind the there we go and it has to have behind the bunkers logo on oh, it i don't know what is it show it behind the bunker yeah, it's been a bunker. while since i've done that yeah yeah yeah, yeah don't you, send it to my facebook page because that doesn't exist anymore and if you want the logo just send us an email and we'll send you a crisp copy of it as well and if you want one panelist to be really really excited about your game you put his face on that he may even cheer. <laughs> I'm going to start yawning again. Good, good call, Gavin. Yes, sir. So we'll get we'll go around the horn in a minute, but let's uh, let's uh, see if anybody has uh, some comments on your sheets that are that are good to talk. I about. got I got to go. In. Um, Todd Ansich says Eric Engler. Eric Engler. It makes this scenario game good. Yeah, that's true. I, no, he makes scenario games gooder. Um, Drew oh, yeah. Drew Nelson. Uh, 4,500 fills, solid paint, not like solid, like rock hard paint, but solid paint, decent field, two to 500 player attendance. And David Lind says engaging and changing objectives to keep the play moving and avoid stalemates. Elliot Darno says large numbers. I agree that helps, but sometimes that's also counterintuitive. Um, and Happy Holton says celebrity targets. Um, appropriately large numbers. Yeah, I think lar large numbers for the field. For the field, yeah. yeah. In inappropriately large celebrities. We've been to a couple of games where there's too many players there, and it was it was difficult. But uh, yeah, yeah. Benjamin and, Allen has a well thought out long answer, so I'll try to summarize it. Uh, he says number one, value for money, which means game time and fun factor. Two difficult things to quantify. Uh, for him, it's always the story first, but pick a, he'll pick a theme game over generic red versus blue slappy stick game any day. Second is entry fee versus playtime. How many hours of live gameplay per dollar spent on entry? Uh, then he lists uh, like field stuff. More than one grave of paint, 4,000 PSI fills plus 
even competition scoring, transparency, and amenities. And lastly, thank you, Mr. Allen. He says awards. Uh, there needs to be a way to add some sort of scoring and ranking to the awards. Uh, the current trends of friend, or the current trend of friends giving away awards to friends is kind of old. Yes, yeah. sir. Thank you now, for that thought. Uh, so uh, on that, I I agree with the awards, but it has to be appropriately done, like Todd's awards during the Simpsons game. <laughs> you worst need to give out ever. awards like <laughs> worst player ever. Yeah. Best, like, best costume was a good one, too. Yeah, worst player ever. <laughs> like, just fun awards. Not like, oh, most valuable team uh, has to be uh, my team. Yeah. And uh, best medic was the medic who medic me all day. It's like, yeah. nobody wants. But, but having said the worst player award ever, the worst player ever, um, when that first came out, obviously, the Simpsons game, and I thought it was really clever. A lot of people missed that. And, and they're like, how could you be so cruel? <laughs> I remember people in the parking lot in the staging area wanted to have pictures with it. Yeah, absolutely. So I'd yes. walk around and people were like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, want, I, I suck. Pretty good. Yeah. Um, I was going to say Phoenix, and I'll even clench my fingers. Gasparini says, good atmosphere in the parking lot. Um, Sean LeBlanc, clear and measurable objectives. And then Max Salzar says, porta potty numbers and toilet paper. I guess that's important. What does Sean LeBlanc know? Sean LeBlanc, he's pretty. <laughs> I've got two more I want to read here. He um, clearly hasn't heard of the great toilet paper shortage. Um, Alan Martin, access to game content. And we hear that a lot. Transparent scoring, competitive player culture, field worth traveling to, good local amenities near the field. Alan, how far do you want these? Like, how far do you want these amenities to be from the field? And then Daniel Elmans, Emmons says, clearly outlined and communicated missions to all players and side objectives and well-thought-out props. So those are kind of sort of two of the same but very similar. And uh, from the Instagram world, sorry, Josh, you can go ahead. Uh, Paul Weekland kind of piggybacks on what Joe was saying. Um, said, I also appreciate releasing the map and objectives and missions uh, days or weeks before the event. It's so Good nice, idea. especially when you're new to the field. I know the layout of the names, buildings, landmarks, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It'd be, be kind of neat to sit down with your team and kind of plan out. I don't, I don't know if I want to give too. too much information, but I do like that. What about if you gave out the first mission and maybe the second mission, then guys and the final could, mission. And- so that, I, I love your idea where you're going with that because a lot of guys, if they arrive late, oh, they're stuck in crony lines. There's and, a compliment sandwich coming. Uh, yeah, so you know, I, I do like that idea of uh, pre-releasing the uh, the first mission. That way, uh, you know, the you, sometimes you miss the briefing and you have to get the that's briefing good, afterwards. That's a good idea. But I mean, at least you know when you walk onto the field and you haven't f- navigated it and know where your command structure is, you know what yeah. the first objective is. And yeah. Todd, do you know what makes the compliment sandwich even better? Cut the crust off and cut into triangles like nice. funeral sandwiches. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Little paprika. Uh, Roger Weiber says there should be an old gun award for the oldest player there. I like the oldest player, and I also like the oldest gun award. Okay, so oh, but, yeah. but in order to get the award, you have to live the entire game. <laughs> <laughs> and then go home and still continue to live at least a month afterwards. So That'd it can't be, be the back player to award. That, sh- that should be a pennant. To go with worst player award is at the end of the day. You survived. Oldest still working marker. Yeah. Oh, true. Sean Cap says uh, we're doing a just the tip award for doing something funny and wild at Bones and Ashes at Black Ops this year. No plug there. But yeah, that's neat. No, I like that. I like that. Well, playing games and scenarios says Lorenzo RJ Wade. Uh, yeah. And for the cool. Instagram worlds, JCZ, the CPT says, having actual scenario plot and storyline, not simply go grab this prop and bring it back. Prop games are big games. Also, role-playing with role-players who complement the game and not try to break it. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Jeffrey Green comes in with an easy and understandable way to break spawn camping. We've all been in a game where one team gets pinned down at the spawn point. If the event coordinators have a good way to um, break the spawn camp, like a secondary entry point or something, think we were soldiers, we needed an LZ. Uh, So two uh, responses to the similar. Ralph Shrek Kleinschmidt and Bert Wallowitz says, tanks and cool missions. Um, And uh, Bert Wallowitz expands that to storylines so players know the story like a film and have a break from their normal life. I like that. I only enjoy tanks on battlefields if I'm in Shrek's tank and <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, Phoenix says, uh, "Darn tough Vermont socks booth and other vendors would make uh, the big game great." And uh, 
Benjamin Allen says, giving out missions ahead of time, that's very unmilsome. I agree, but the first mission and the last mission, for clarification, I think is, an, is a no-brainer. And I think the more people that are aware of what's happening, the fun, I was going to say the funner time they'll the have. The more gooder. The more gooder time. That Thank you for correcting me. Um, the, the, the more gooder time they're going to have because they're going to know what's going on. Um, yeah. Um, two things I want to bring up. Um, distance from the entry to the spawn, to the spawn point. That's a big one for me. Joe and I played a game yeah. without mentioning it, but it was a kilometer and a half walk from... <laughs> and, and okay, so we walked a kilometer and a half from the staging area to where we were able to take our barrel sock off and fire our gun for the first time. And it was basically a big dog leg. And if you look at where the staging area was, which we could still see it from where we were, it was about 300 feet away because we had to walk all the way to the far end of the field and then come back up. It was ridiculous. And I don't believe that the other team had anywhere near that. No. Um, and I get that you can switch sides and stuff, and maybe that'll help if your field is is, is uh, not balanced that way, and that makes a lot of sense. But, you know, from I, a player standpoint... I do like the multiple entry points. <laughs> I had my hand on the buzzer. Happy Valentine's. That's what she said? <laughs> Wolf says missions should be a surprise. What about the first mission, Wolf? We're talking that everybody knows the first mission, so if they're lined up in the chronograph chronograph line or they show up later, they're waiting for their friends, then they can at least get in and they know what the first objectives are. My first mission in every single big game that I go to is always the same. Shoot Wolf in the chronograph. (laughs) Well, speaking of Wolf, he says missions should be a surprise. I, I, oh, well, welcome well, to well, Vine. This well, is the French bunker. now, <laughs> but I do appreciate <laughs> using Canadian content yes, to translate again. Well, <laughs> yes. Was there a U in there? Didn't is I that talk about that? that? No. But you did I, the English version. Yeah, you did the English oh, version. Sorry. I'm, no, no, I'm that would Jacques, who's going to yeah. translate for a French-Canadian audience. <laughs> oh, God damn it, you guys. Uh, it's so hard. The chat's going quickly. And, yeah. and you don't um, listen to what the hell we say. Uh, the other thing I wanted to ask is, how big of a of a factor and joe's gonna grow when he says that here's this and i i hate it too but how much of a factor is it if you see a big game poster and it's one day versus two days or 24 hours meaning a night game how much of that is a win-win for you because as a field operator a night game is just is horrible because nobody plays it a very small percentage of people do and it's cost you a lot of money and people want downtime. They want to spend time with their with their friends and stuff. I think the pressure of a twenty four hour game is not fun. Now, that's me speaking. Um, yeah, I'd like to some see what you guys who, have to say in the live chat. We know some people who love it. So others. absolutely and good for them. But I mean, at night, I'm at a paintball field. Half the and my other reason why I'm at a paintball field is because my friends are there, and I want to see people. When I go to a big game. The real reason why I go to a, most games is because I know the most amount of people, most of my friends are going to be there. Like when we go to Super Game, we know everybody that's going there. You know, when we go to wherever, we, we're basing it on people that we know that we're going to crash with and, and play with. Um, so that goes a long way. But a 24-hour game, I want to be done when the sun goes down. I want to hang with these people, have fun, and then go back and play well, the next so I Go ahead, Gavin. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, you can have the best of both worlds. So the, obviously, if you have a couple-of-day event, uh, you're going to encourage people to either get hotels, cabins, uh, camping, etc. Uh, so they'll come back to the field. I don't, you know, some people love the the night play. Uh, I think there's a, there should be a stand down time. I'm not yeah. a big, I, I, I've got night blindness anyway. Yeah. But there should be something for people to do. Yeah, who, you can't who, see who it. Arrive. Yeah. George uh, Hayes says he'll drive further for a, a, a longer than a, a one day game. I, I guess I should have clarified. Do you want a 24 hour game where it no. goes through the night? Or would you like a two day game like... Two-day game, stop, but have uh, activities. So much room for activities uh, in the evening. So whether that is... Uh, yeah, well, I mean, yes. You do you want to go do karate you, in the garage? You can play cornhole. Uh, you can play... or But like I think about the Battle Royale game, right? And then there was a, a player's party afterwards. That was kind of... That was fun. Uh, you so, got to meet people and then you get in to the bar. You, you get to mingle, mingle around, right? So yeah. you're, you're not you're not in your uh, you're not in your, your sweaty paintball clothes, uh, but then you can relive and tell war stories as you're walking around meeting people, right? So that's the kind of things I like uh, to yeah. do. Yeah, um, are we going to answer the question? Why don't no? we go around the horn and get you guys okay. get your opinions on it? Uh, but before we do that, I want to give you my opinion. Um, Planet Eclipse. Every game, bunker or gunfight, has a story. Now it's time to pull a tr- the trigger on a Planet Eclipse product. Whether you are storming the beach or landing the snake, make sure that your story has a happy ending. 
Find Eclipse. They're the creators of happy endings. Are you team fire or team ice? Oh, I'm both. <laughs> Why do you say that? They sent out an email today. Is, are you team fire or team ice? So the ego versus geo. Oh, I missed that. Yeah. Mm. I was like, that would be a good question for the show. Mm. I try to you stay know. away from my emails on Valentine's. Plumes, puffs, and clouds. EG Smokes give you the co cover, color, and contrast you need if you're taking pictures in the picture or want to be out of the picture. Pull a pin on an EG product. Hashtag pop smoke and enjoy. Air Ups. Inflatables designed to hold air all day. Designed and manufactured in America by Brent Davis and his team. Nothing beats Air Ups. Their thick welded seams, stainless steel hardware, multiple and color and print options are available. So don't let your game be deflated. Get Air Ups at airups.com. Ruthless. Rome was not built in a day, but you sure can look good while doing it. Ruthless now offers fully sublimated team packages. Everything you need to look good on the road to victory. Use this promo code BTB15 to save 15% on your order. Exalt. Often imitated or copied, but never duplicated. The Exalt brand is constantly evolving to keep you out front and in the game. It is tournament-ready, battle-proven, and available worldwide. Just want to call out Happy Holt in the, in the live chat, yelling, The Reeds! <laughs> I love the fact that you guys enjoy them, and I appreciate you guys tagging any of the sponsors that you enjoy. I see someone tagged Planet Eclipse and Enola Gay. Can you tell us why you like them? Because they're, <laughs> because they're fantastic contributors to this sport and our program. Damn right. Much like DLX, they're inspired by the best. DLX has created the new benchmark in high-performance markers with a TM40. The evolution continues now with the light, sleek, and fast the TM40 only available at DLX. Ride 519 from Boondocks to Boulevards. Whether you're sidewalk surfing or blazing a trail, one wheel leaves the riding to you. Charge and go day or night. Use the promo code BTB10 for 10% off at ride519.com. The ride yeah. tools for the job. Engineered personal grooming tools that provide skin safe technology, powerful performance wireless charging and all condition waterproof performance use the promo code btb20 to save 20 percent on your manscape purchase it's like what did i say <laughs> no so there you go ladies and gentlemen thank you to all of our awesome sponsors uh use the promo codes where you guys can and by all means tag them in our live chat we appreciate that and uh, that lets them know that you guys are, are thinking about them when you're watching the show and yeah and it just just to add quick to that manscaped.com and Todd's whole 24-hour thing, listen, I've smelled some of you after a 24-hour game. <laughs> Call Manscaped. Okay? Use our promo spray. code, but no, like, just get in there. They got all kinds of stuff to take care of yourself so you don't smell like yourself on the way home. <laughs> just going to comment, if you enjoyed the reads this evening, we also do cell phone messages. Uh, so send an email to showbehindthebunker.com. Uh, select your panelist, and we will read your voicemail. Believe it or not, Gavin <laughs> isn't at home. on air. <laughs> That's great. I also, if anybody would like to write their own uh, script for this, we'll read them. Um, or if you'd like to have a copy of our reads and you could, would like to record yourself, and if you can keep it under two minutes, we'll, we'll, we'll air it on the show. I, I have seen a couple ads for those, like, get the celebrity to read your thing. Yeah. But the one person I want to read mine cameo, yeah. hasn't yeah, not, done we're not, it. We're not on cameo, but we can. We, <laughs> we could be. No, could but like, be. <laughs> I want Stephen Wright to leave my voicemail. Hmm. I want Gilbert Godfrey. People wouldn't leave a there. message. And I want I want him to be very loud and abrupt right away. <laughs> You've reached John's phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, yeah, nobody would leave a message. <laughs> Actually, that was a good impersonation. People, I don't think I could no, pull that off. Listening to Rewind. <laughs> no, it, it most definitely wasn't. <laughs> yeah. All right. For those watching this highlight on TikTok, was that good or was it not good? Gilbert Godfrey's going <laughs> to sue you. And yours is better. Much better. <laughs> I'll listen and rewind. I was like, yep. Uh, Angry Canadian Gamer says he, think, he thinks a night mission would be awesome. You know what? It is fun, but it's way longer of a scenario to get anything done in the dark. You're traipsing around the forest for an hour trying to find the people, trying not to be seen, and then you have a firefight with somebody in a bush that you may or may not have hit. Or it could have been a referee. You don't know. It's, or a raccoon. It's, it's hard. Or a like bear. I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I'm not Moose. digging on night games. I just. It's not my. It's not. Why it's are you ragging on the game? <laughs> yeah, but a lot of people want 
want that night game for the authenticity as well. Yeah. Like you have a Milsim or scenario player, they want they want that creeping around around hide and seek kind of cat and mouse kind of game. That's what they that's what they're looking for. So they they would be willing to pay a little extra for an immersive night scenario. Well, I think what the person was saying is that just a mission, not for the game to continue on into the evening. Maybe just have one mission at like late dusk oh, or okay. something. So that I I would agree would be really neat idea. You don't have to worry about uh, staffing it like all twenty four hours, right? And revving, yeah. but that does lend itself to increased liability with the uh, it does. with the adult beverages and the wobbly pops mm-hmm. and all sorts of stuff yeah. as people take the field at like 10 p.m. or whatever it is, whatever time you have, right? In my experience, the odd thing about it had always been like, you have to chronograph your gun down, obviously, because yep. you like, yeah. and then people like aren't sure about it, and then there's never a ref of the chronograph, and it never seems to be laid out. So I, like, I think if you're going to do that, I wish there was a way where you would have the rules laid out and the breakdown of the day, and you can't, accept your entry for the day until you've completely read the whole thing because you know they read the rules nobody listens read the scenarios nobody listens you know someone can be standing up on a stage with a bullhorn and a megaphone explain the night game five minutes later people are going to go what do i have to do if i want to play at night why do all your people that you imitate have that same voice At least we're stretching out to Gilbert Godfrey. We, we've got more range. <laughs> little, I yeah, try to get a little bit of Matthew McConaughey. I, I, I do. Just, I, I just I'd mimic say stretch. <laughs> I'd say stretch is really good word so, for that. I do remember. Uh, so Battle Royale had one of the largest fleets of rental mag-fed markers yeah. um, ever. Curious, you know, if there was the same sort of enthusiasm from uh, the industry to do maybe a night mission, pistols only. Um, something maybe like or 50 cal, just something something different where people are not going to be. It's not spray and pay, uh, pray, um, paintball, uh, so it's a little bit more restricted. And you know, so people get that night itch, and uh, but it's a slower game. You know, be perfect for that nighttime jelly ball <laughs> with the tracer units. Oh, yeah, you just hear people tickling oh, and laughing, yeah. <laughs> some UV thing going, and all of a sudden, you hear the. All around the field, just glowing globs of goo. Are you salivating? <laughs> Probably. Oh, and Roger Weber, thank you, my friend, for putting that in. OMBL, Old Man Baller League. Nice. Check it out on check it on Facebook. I, I hope have they've to been join landscaped. That. Wolf said, my first night game was at Flag Raiders' first field. That's when the, that, with the experience that's got him hooked. All right, you know what, Wolf? I'm about sick and tired of reading your comments in the live chat. Next week... Get on Zoom and let's get you on the live show. We haven't chat to, chatted with you in a while. Yeah, let's give you a hard time live. <laughs> no, um, we did a night game at the middle field, I guess. Is that what you call yeah, it? Yeah, the middle field. The one on the other side of Kasuth? Middle Earth. Middle Earth. Oh, perfect. That's it. The Middle Earth field <laughs> where we had the tiki torches set up. Yeah. And like they were flickering in the shot, like yeah. the shadows are flickering all Casting the time. Wow. Yeah. But I didn't sleep for like six hours after I go home. I was wired. It's like children of the corn. Oh, it was amazing. It was very romantic. Happy Valentine's. When the moon hit his eye like a big pizza pie. Yeah, I had a trouble mo- roasting my marshmallows on. Don't they just taste like citronella? Yeah, it, it was it hot is. that night. There was no problem roasting marshmallows, let me tell you. I sent 10 of my own men to the latrines that night. You know what? That, but that's, that game happened before there was Manscaped. Now you don't have to worry about roasting your marshmallows because Manscaped takes care of that. It takes the pressure off your mallows. Yeah. What do you guys think? Wolf saw, heard my comment. You guys in the live chat, should we get Wolf on the show? Even if it's just for 20 minutes next week, uh, post up. I'd like to see that. Um, speaking of the show, if you guys are watching us on Facebook, we're going to be winding down in, in a few minutes. Um, we're getting close to the end. But before we do, and we're, and we're going to continue to broadcast over on YouTube. So if you want to join us over there, you can. Um, we didn't go around the horn and ask your opinions, Gavin. What makes a good scenario game what what what's your final thoughts on that? What do you, what do you go for? Final thoughts on that is really it has to be about the vibes, baby. It has to be about the vibe. So if you have vibe people check. That, vibe check is gonna be it's gonna be solid. Uh, so you have people there who are interested in a good time. Um, no good nicks uh, decide to play in a different event, and so it's just about you know really friendly com- uh, camaraderie uh, and competition on the on the field. So that's uh, that's 
my idea of a good time. I, when I leave, when I leave the office on a Thursday or Friday, depending on when you're commuting to your game, I want to get there and I want to make sure that people are having a, uh, or all, everyone's there for the same reason, to have a good time. And it's not, you know, attitudes are checked the door or, or, or what have you. Yeah, people are just there to ensure, yeah, that it, it's good vibes. That's all I'm, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. Joe, your thoughts? Um, our first Phoenix projects were super detailed. We had dice that you rolled, like playing Dungeons and Dragons, and we, and we sort of evolved into a little less complicated then we basically as as player trends changed we got into sort of a more of a, just a big game format but i i think i think there's a an appetite for a, a more detail oriented um big game but you still you know you have to appease those fellows or players that want to play a mission the others that want to have a firefight and those that just sort of want to hang out and chat there's three you know three distinct factions or or player types that you want to and need to appease to make everybody happy and i think i think with what we know now and how things you know play out i think we could we could come up with something like that yeah yeah josh what are you thinking um two things that i thought made a good scenario great because I, I mean we go to scenario big games all the time and they're all good right but to make them great two things that i thought were awesome that i've seen before that help like i'll say lower the tension in the air was the one where we had colored t-shirts so if you're on one team you got a maroon t-shirt if you're on the other team you had a green t-shirt and everybody wore them okay didn't really clash with anybody's camo but it worked Right, and everybody wore them, and it was like you could easily identify who's on what team. You didn't have to look for armbands, you didn't have to look for head tape, you didn't have to do anything like that. It was plain and simple who was on your team, right? Which lowered those questions of is that person on my team or not, and it looked good, right? Yeah. Plus, you still see people wearing those T-shirts. I can't believe it. Every once in a while, I still see it. And two was uh, a game where we, where Joe had eliminated medics and just put an on field spawn return yeah right so all it was was you were playing day to day and you knew if you got hit it was a four minute walk that way and a four minute walk back yeah it wasn't far it wasn't long but it was long enough for you to go yeah okay i got hit i'll go tag up meet my buddies there come back and continue to play and then it was so close of a respawn you didn't have to worry about the did i shoot the guy is he waiting for a medic is he wiping because there's no point in wiping because all you had to do was go back and come back you know, maybe you lost the building you're in. You could gain it back. You gain another one or whatever. It created a good back and flow through the entire day. I really enjoyed that day. Yeah. I had a lot of fun playing paintball, and I wasn't ticked off at the end yeah. of the day. Yeah. Certainly less cheating. Right? Oh, and and you you know because you see the guys in your team that are you know they'll they'll take a half a wipe, walk back, they'll wipe off, and they'll go back in. At least this kind of keeps a little. The, you know, a little more honest because you know you don't have to walk off the field. There's nothing worse than, you know, spending the money on a big game, walking a mile out to the field, and then having to wait a half an hour or so to get back on the field to play when you're ready, right? So those respawn yeah. stations are, are pretty good. Something else I, I really like uh, to carry on with that is uh, portable air stations. You know, uh, having an air station somewhere on the field where, you know, you can always borrow paint, but when you're out of air, you're, you're out of air. And having somewhere, even if you have to go for a walk, Knowing that there's a place there, that's always uh, that's always pretty cool. We used to have a South Hospital that had, on the opposite side of the field, a place for you to get paint and air. And uh, it was always popular. There was always people going back there. And uh, it's just something you don't see all the time. And it depends on the field, but I, I, I do like that. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, why don't we end the Facebook show? Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you. Uh, make sure you hit that uh, like or share it uh, on the way out. If you want to continue to listen, we're going to be uh, jabbering on on YouTube uh, for the re- for the remainder of the show, and that's going to continue to be on the podcast. If you're listening to our podcast, guys, don't go anywhere. Everyone else, we'll see you uh, over on YouTube shortly. Don't be a freeloader. If you liked what you hear, make sure to hit the share button below. Also, follow us on our social media outlets like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, ICQ, and now MySpace. If you want to join the conversation, post your comments, and we might read them on the show. COVID? Yeah. Is nice. that why you're not talking about food? Uh, I Did you lose t- your I, taste of smell? I can't taste anything. Taste of smell. smell. Wow. Yeah. Sense of taste. Yeah. Um, so welcome to the yeah, after show, ladies and gentlemen. Um, 
do want to tell you guys a couple things. Uh, first of all, uh, I caught my uh, my son was chewing on electrical cords last week, so I had to ground him. He's doing better currently, conducting himself properly. <laughs> Nothing. Oh my! What a joke! Oh, you don't I like have that. a son. Yeah, I knew that's where <laughs> that's where it all went well. All right, so welcome to the after and show. And my ladies comment and goes right over your head too. Oh my! Oh my! Oh yes, you were you went a little too deep with that one. <laughs> uh, do you know why Superman has to flush the toilet? Because no. it was his duty. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the after yeah, show. Yeah. That's all I got. Those are the ones that I liked the best. Um, Reacher. Yep. Have you watched Reacher yet? Yes. Oh, you were, yeah. You mentioned that uh, last week. Yeah. I okay. You know how you always complain that it takes me three weeks to watch a movie. I peeled off that Reacher in a week. It was one season, but boy, was that a good season. It's like I know Joe likes Jason Bourne, as do I. This is kind of that way. He's like, he's got that sort of good fighting skills. He's a bigger fellow. The fight scenes are great, but it's I don't know. I enjoyed it. For any of you that haven't had a chance to watch Reacher. I gotta start compiling a list now. He's a little awkward of an actor, though. He is, but that's what makes his character. It kind of makes right? his character, but at the same time, like to me, Reacher is Cruz. Oh, it's not Tom Cruise playing the guy. No, no. Oh, it's some like massive bodybuilder dude. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, but he does fit the Reacher character because in the book, Reacher is a tall, drink big guy. Yeah, he's not Tom Cruise. Yeah. Because he can reach things? <laughs> I think that's where his nickname comes from. He's awesome. six foot, he talks about he's working six in a grocery store when he's a kid. He's six foot cool. two. He played Raphael in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's where I know him from. Quite the resume. Yeah. That's yeah. why he had that green makeup on his face halfway through the and second the episode. That's why his friends were yeah. calling him Shelly. So, Reacher, oh. yes. <laughs> but um, what's that superhero one out now on Disney Plus? Uh, John Cena's in it. Gremlins. Horrible. Horrible. Really? I sure. gave it two episodes. I couldn't get through it. Um, sorry, can I circle back to Rachel yeah. for a second? I did not expect nudity. It says severe. I was just checking to see if it had it. Now I'm going to watch <laughs> yeah. it. So That you, slapped me out of the corner of the... Because like, it's like so long, and you're like, oh, it's not one of those movies. Mm. And then all of a sudden, it's like, boom. And you're <laughs> like, what the... <laughs> if you like the girl from Ozark, she's the one that... Which one? The blonde one. Oh, the, okay. She's the one that becomes nude, I guess. Yeah. Ooh. What? That's it's the blonde girl from Ozark, is it not? The daughter? In Reacher? Mm-hmm. No. No. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I don't know what Ozark you watch. For real? <laughs> I don't, yeah, I'm pretty sure. You jujuling it? Please do, because now I want to know if I'm, I'm on IMDb. Ah. And oh, Phoenix Gasparini in the YouTube chat wants to know when we're going to do another live stream movie. Oh, like yeah. Like Splat or... If you guys come what? up with a movie, we'll, uh, I'll need a couple of weeks, but come up with a movie and I'll, we'll I'll watch it. it. Yeah, what do you mean sure. live stream movie? You missed one episode, Josh, and you're just lost. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, you're so cruel. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing happened, but Josh's wheels are turning like, he's I'll not, never miss another show. No, he's not wrong. <laughs> Josh didn't miss last week's show because he was eating bonbons on the couch and went, meh. <laughs> he's got mustard stains on well, the beater. I got a new, I had to get a new couch because Pepe Pete on the last one. Oh, Poppy. Poppy, Poppy. yes. Oh, yeah. I, I thought you were giving it to the lobby. <laughs> yeah, because they had their stolen. <laughs> yes. All right, what else did I look at? Either... What's Reacher on Netflix? Amazon Prime. On Prime. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Boobs. <laughs> okay, so look at that. At least in Canada, I haven't had a great success with Amazon Prime. I only keep it obviously because of, because of Amazon Prime, right? Yeah. Not so much the movies, but uh, for the shipping and stuff. There's a couple good shows. Is there? Show series. Yeah. Other than Amazon Yellowstone, which I you the know like I'm going through so withdraw- has, withdrawal. Speaking now. of Yellowstone, has anybody checked out the 1883 show? No, yet? I, can't, I don't know where it's it, on where Paramount. Okay, you, How do you get, get it for that? free. You just have to sign up for a month. 
right? It's just another streaming service, but you can cancel it. You're going to watch one? 1883 in, in less than a month anyways. And what about, then you can watch SEAL Team. These streaming services need to start getting big enough so that other ones can start buying other ones. But the problem then... is what's going to happen is they're going to start selling these streaming sites like cable packages. Like I want HBO, I want CBC, I want, you know, soon you're going to be buying one platform that's going to have, you're going to have Hulu and Netflix and, and they're all going to be in a package. As long as they don't start ballooning up to $300. Oh, Netflix just went up again. Yeah, Netflix. $16 now for like what? 17 bucks now, yeah. Outrageous. Yeah, was Outrageous. it 16.95 or something like yeah. that? I think it's stupid. Well, I get mine for free, so whatever. How? Oh. I just mooch off people's accounts. Out of boy. That's why it's going up because of jerk asses like you. Mooch yeah, well, I can't afford all these different platforms. <laughs> No, like if you have a circle of friends that like, not us. We don't we don't do this, but like one person pays for Amazon and then shares accounts, yeah. and then one person pays for Hulu, and the other one Disney pays for Pornhub, whatever. and the other one pays for yeah Pornhub. He says. Oh, sorry, did that come up? <laughs> no. Joe, are you watching anything interesting? No, we're watching the Olympics. Did you? F- yeah, did I'm you- doing a lot of Olympics though. Did yeah. you find out about really? the girl? Is it the girl from Ozark? It's not the girl the from Ozark. I, 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 the girl I just from- googled it either. It's not. The it's- girl from Ozark is also in a, in a Netflix series called "Making Faking Anna" or Julia something. Gardner or something like that. No. Yeah. Have you seen the ad for the next? Um, it's a Canadian comedy show, where it's like a whole bunch of Canadian comics. And they're all sit in a room and they like insult oh, each other. And the first one to laugh gets okay, voted yeah, up. I saw the preview. I, yeah. I saw the picture of it. I haven't, yeah, I want to watch that. So, huh. yeah. Apparently, it's on? apparently. Uh, that is on Netflix, I think. So, a uh, friend of mine um, grew up next door to the girl who produces it, her father. Like, they, it was the girl who lived next door to him growing up. And he said that uh, she had some previews that people aren't really privy to. And he said that it's. It's quite funny. Okay, yeah. No, what I, platform is this? Gonna I be think on? it's Netflix. Netflix, apparently. Have I you guys watched sure. uh, Murderville? On yes, Netflix? love it. No. Love uh, it. First episode was great with Conan. No. Okay. I couldn't get through the second episode with Marshawn Lynch. But you understand, right? It, it's all well. Yeah, the, I get the premise. Yes. Yeah, so the cat, the cast is aware of the storyline where it needs to go, and the trainee, who was the actor has to do all improv and try to figure out the... Uh, yeah, they walk in blind. Yes. So Conan, why? Because he's a great improv actor, right? Uh, One of the best. Yeah. So like, it's it seemed... His performance seemed scripted versus everybody else who just seemed pretty clueless. Do you want to hear something really wild along that premise? The movie The Gentleman was not written. What? Guy Ritchie sat down in every single scene and explained to the actors what needed to take place and let them do it. I don't believe that because this this script is half the reason why I like that movie. Like it's like uh, Pulp Fiction. Pulp apparently Fiction. Apparently, that's why it fe- when like when you watch it, it feels like very natural, very like. But like what he did was give like Hugh Grant a very in depth detail of his character and his character's mindsets, and then they sat down for each scene and said, "Okay, this is what needs to take place in this scene. This is what you're feeling." This is what your character's doing. This is, what, and he just said, "Go." I hope they get writing credits and extra money for it. And uh, if Flag Raiders needs a new barbecue, that barbecue that is in that show oh, yeah. is a Guy Ritchie creation. Is it really? Yes, you can purchase those now. They're fifty thousand pounds, <laughs> but apparently it's like a whole tent system and a whole like smokeless barbecue. Really? And like, oh yeah. But forget the barbecue. I want the coaches' suits. I yes. want those matching tracksuit yeah, yeah, track yeah. pants with you can the patterns. Get those. There, there's a there's a great company out of uh, either that or Matthew McConaughey's suits Czechoslovakia in it, like or Poland. One of the one of the Eastern Bloc European was nations. The, the Slav squat suits. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The cheeky cheeky, whatever. Yeah. But they're they're not cheap. It's like old school really Adidas well tracksuits, yeah. right? Yeah, and you buy them matching sets. So you buy like the jacket and the. God, wouldn't that be great for one show if we all. Got dressed up as true gentlemen and no, <laughs> no, that sounds terrible. <laughs> I don't know. I think it'd be good. I think it'd be pretty good. Um, yeah, yeah. there's a, the Guy Ritchie barbecue right there. The Guy Ritchie barbecue. It's called the Wild Table. 
Yeah. Wow. Nothing but trivial information There tonight. you go. No yep. one's getting anything good off this show tonight. Uh, we should probably wrap it up anyways. We are getting close to the end of our show tonight. Uh, we went long on our pre-show, so our after shows had to been uh, rather short. If you guys uh, would like to have your posters or events promoted on Behind the Bunker, send, uh, send us an email. We'll send you our logo to be put on the event poster, and at that point we'll take over and we'll start promoting it. Um, if you guys have any mail time questions, send them in. If you have ideas for topics, send them in. And uh, if you'd like Gavin or Josh or Joe to read your answering machine, <laughs> voicemail voice message. Yeah. <laughs> um, if somebody does that, you have to give us your cell phone number just so I can call you at random times <laughs> for you not to pick up the phone. That's great. Um, yeah. Anyone have anything further more they want to talk about before we go? No, just again, just want to wish everybody a happy Valentine's Day. Uh, we're glad you were your side piece uh, for this evening uh, and continue to share the show and like the show and uh, join us next week as well. Thank you so much. And thanks very much for everyone for taking the time to share with us your thoughts on what makes a good scenario a scenario. So we'll, uh, we'll take that into consideration for future scenarios. Yep. Very cool. Good. What Joe said and what Gavin said. Yeah. All right. One. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll you, leave it at that. You got one and, in the shoot? Uh, what's that? You got one in the shoot there? Or oh, what? I was going to let everybody know that the rotation of the earth really makes my day. But you know what? We'll leave it at that. And Boo. we'll see you guys next week. Boo.